Let's do the talking, just relax and unwind. Laugh your ass off, baby, have a good time. Robin, you, Seth, yeah, we something sublime. Run your mouth, bitch, yo, we out of our minds. There you go, Yasso. You're starting to feel it a little more. Oh, I'm feeling the jam. Oh, it's growing on you. Feeling the vibes. You want to karaoke it? Get it on the last verse? Ah, Robin Youssef. We out of our minds. There you go. I feel like uh, you threw a little urban on there. You, you had it. Um, he turns me into a Muslim. Muslim. <laughs> we are back in Castle Feltstein. I believe this is episode 12 now. No, it's 15. You don't know. I swear to God. You actually counted it up? No, I didn't. You took your one responsibility <laughs> and decided it's that you would run with it? It's not my responsibility, but it's number 15. Is it really? Yeah. We're oh, flying. Okay. We're How flying, did you know baby. that? You, you sat down today and you counted it up. You got no. that part at work. No. You always I know the count and you just don't tell me? No, I just listened to last week's episode and saw it was 14. It could have been 11, though. Wait, so when you were on SoundCloud, though, you actually counted up that there were 13. It said it was 14, yeah. It doesn't tell you that it's the 14th episode. I think it does. You counted it up because you care about the show. That's what I'm taking from this. Oh I'm honored. Oh, my God. I, I, <laughs> I made you so happy. Anyways, we're back at Castle Feldstein. He's wearing the robe as always. Anything? We did, we did some heavy heavy uh, stuff today already, tonight. I'm feeling great. Yeah. Oh, my God. I did some man shit, dude. First, I ate some stew, which was delicious. Thank you for that beef You're stew. Welcome. Meat was perfect. I got up my Crock-Pot game. Crock-Pots are incredible. And that's, that's like six days old. Really? Yeah. I wish you hadn't told me that. <laughs> well, you ate it. I'm going to spend the rest of this episode <laughs> you're, you're going, gonna like I'm going to make diarrhea. I'm going to make diarrhea. Uh, six days isn't bad no, for no. Crock-Pot in the fridge. That that stuff will be good. In, I wouldn't eat it in a week, but... I think one week stuff, yeah. on anything's fine. After that, mm, I'm not cool with it anymore. There's certain things that just don't hold up. Well, I guess like fish and sushi. Well, that for sure. That's like a two-day ordeal right? at best. I'm good with meat for a week. <sighs> yeah, it's certain stuff like... Um, as long as it's kind of very cooked. Like, right. Like that. So first, I had myself some beef stew. Yeah, you then, enjoyed the fuck out of that. Then I got my handyman skills on, and I busted open a door for you. you yes, you a, did. You had a jam door. I got in there with some tools. Provided by uh, my father-in-law. Right. I didn't break I any would... fingers, and I got that door unjammed. Took me about a half hour. Could probably have taken someone who knew what they were doing five minutes. No, I, th- I think that was a... a a proper allotment of time for the job. You know what? I'm used to, uh, I've done some handyman work and I'm used to billable hours. So oh, you only so like want to work so fast. <laughs> you got to do some just banging on shit and so making you, it look like you're so working you kind of thing. So you were used to like uh, to work dragging it out. So that's why nah. you dra- <laughs> I love doing, I wish I had some carpentry skills. I absolutely love working with my hands uh-huh. and feeling like a dude. And I find, I, I don't know, like. It, There's it, something very like. You feel accomplished. It's not just that, like, 90% of the things I'm doing, I'm just sitting there, like, in my head, fuck, 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 fuck. Even sometimes when I'm doing preparation for this, it's like, it, it's organizing, I gotta use my brain, I've had enough of sitting still. I get involved in, like, a good, um, like, hey, you gotta break open this door, figure it out. That's like a fun puzzle. I can get lost in that for a while. And you nailed that puzzle. Yeah. That was, <laughs> the door was, like, in flux, literally, for... Maybe two hours before you. It's not like it's been sitting around. Uh, I was hoping it that happened. was like a month-long problem, and I really just <laughs> saved you guys. For months, you were walking around like, shit, oh, we're we going to die if we can't get that EpiPen in this closet. But <laughs> we, Rob came along and saved us. We haven't used a towel for our showers in, in weeks. 
Thank your, God Robbie came. Your cat is like trying to be yeah. sexy, so I'll <laughs> pet it. It's like on its back, okay. really trying Ooh. to. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't know if she liked being pet. She's flashing <laughs> her fangs at me. Can it, do cats ever bite people? Those yes. are some real things. They also scratch. That, they draw blood. That thing looks. Cats have the freakiest fucking eyes. I think their eyes are the least freaky thing about them. Cats kind of freak me out. I, I don't like that. At the end of the day, Whatever. you can take care of that thing for its entire life. And if you die in your apartment, it will eat your corpse when it runs out of food. Yeah. I guess that's survival instincts. So you can't blame it. I think if... If anything, it's courteous to the neighbors because then they don't have to just smell your rotting corpse. Right. So now that I think about it, cats are actually kind of nice. We would all have to die, like, at the same time. Though. It would have to be, like, some sort no, of I'm saying plague. if you're living alone with a cat. Oh, which most people that have cats are. Right, because why else would you own a cat? <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless, why the fuck do I own a unless cat? Unless you're old and alone. And now we're drinking some fucking bourbon, so this is yeah. this is a party, to say the least. Um, all right, so before we hit grind the news. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. A callback to uh, last week. Do you have anything you want to weigh in? Anything to report? <sighs> what do I have to report? Um, no, just the usual, usual shit. Life is the same, I feel like. I hear you. So, um, it's been a running theme on here of my attempts to exercise and not be fat and my complete failure in doing so. So, I don't think we have a single listener on here that doesn't come from Dave's podcast and I told this story, so okay. I'm going to make it quick. But I was in my room and... Acting cool. Acting cool. No, this was far from cool. <laughs> no, the end result was not cool. No, even what I was doing wasn't cool. <laughs> to begin with, it no, wasn't cool. There's nothing cool about standing in your room practicing your leg kicks like okay. you're going to do something with them. <laughs> it's like Napoleon Dynamite show. No, I don't look that not smooth. I can throw some mean I can throw some mean leg kicks, but to the air. In my head it's like, you know, if I ever get into a fight, we're go- we're going to be we're going to be good to go. Okay? Okay. And then I, lo- I lost my balance and fell on my legs so hard. It was really bad. I really, I, 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 I was in my bed. For, I had to cancel a comedy spot. I had to lie down on my bed with the whole day for an ice pack. I almost thought I wasn't going to be able, I had to show up to an office the next day for work. And I was like, I might have to call them in the morning and be like, hey guys, I need, I need a stupidity day. <laughs> Does this company give those? It's not quite a personal day. I just did something somewhere really between, stupid. Uh, I'm not coming in. I'm not going to call it a sick day either. It's yeah. Just- Somewhere in between. That was really the only news of my week. So I think, but while we're on the topic of getting in shape, in the New York Post this week, I read this article on the Upper East Side. There's a new gym franchise. This is a growing gym franchise. It's run by ex-convicts. It's prison-style workouts, right? That That's the gimmick. It's like get in shape, prison-style. They have a fence in there. They got some barbed wire. It looks rugged. It's Upper East Side people. It looks like a great way to get in shape. But I was thinking that's got to be the scariest place to cancel a gym membership. Because <laughs> it's scary already when you show up and you want to cancel a gym membership. But I can only imagine what the process is at the prison gym. Okay? Like, yeah. I'm thinking, like, you show up for class and it's some charismatic Carlos guy who's giving the class and it's great. Then you show up to cancel. You go to the back. It's like Creepy Pete. He's got a face tattoo. <laughs> he's just sitting there. He's, like, picking at his teeth with the spoon, you know? But couldn't you, like, cancel it over the phone? No, even at or your gym, even, like, a New York sports club, they make you... You have to go in yeah, and, Yeah, like, because they want to reconvince you to stick around kind of thing. They make canceling gyms a pain in the ass. I'm thinking you sit there with, you know, Creepy Pete or whatever. Oh, you're not canceling. And he's like, you canceling your gym membership? There's something you don't like about <laughs> our gym. And then you're like, did I say cancel? I meant sign up the rest of my family. <laughs> Why would anybody leave this gym? It's funny that Upper East, like, 
that the Upper East Side is getting this type of gym. That it's the posh people. That that they're interested in like the prison right life, unless they're you know you're they're kind of targeting the Upper East Side people that. You know, they're thinking, oh, shit, I'm doing some shady stuff in business that I might be thrown into prison. I need to kind of oh. shape up to be in in shape for the pos- the possibility of right. prison life. I need to be ready yeah, to if, keep in shape. If it presents itself. Right. So I feel like if you if that was the, your avenue, you would want more of a fight gym where this is more of a get in shape gym. Unless no. it's like white they're, collar crime. Yeah. So where they might just be locked twice. They just want to know that they'll have a fitness routine that they exactly. can do in a jail cell. That's fascinating. Or that they, they're, they're just kind of trained to the mentality. And the, right. You know, even though they're not at risk at this gym, like. But having an ex-con right. be your personal trainer, you're kind of like a little on edge and, you know, you have your head on the swivel. Well, I feel there. like that must be what motivates them is the guy. You got to see the picture. It's all these like yuppity people on the floor and the comic walking through. And I could just see him going, if you got man tips, I'm going to rape you in that shower. Let's go. Let's go. Move those legs if you want exactly, cornbread. Yeah. For the record, the guy was black in the picture, so I'm not just assuming all comics are black in my horrible impersonation. But that's interesting that they think that they might go to jail, so why not be ready for jail? It could be. I think it's just uh, like a trendy, like that kind of, we're a real enthusiast kind of thing. Um, I'm also, I'm a big fan of those style workouts. That's what I used to do just because I'm a maniac when I was at my last job. I was trying not to be fat, and I didn't have time to go to the gym. Every day at lunch, I used to go across the street. And there was um, like a scaffolding, and I would do prison-style workouts. Just on the scaffolding? Yeah, and there would be people just walking by like, what the fuck's wrong with this yeah, guy? Yeah, I would think the same exact thing. Even if I knew you, right? I would see you and be like, oh, Mom, yeah, what that's, the fuck are you doing? That's because I can't spend all eight to six in an office without losing my shit, so... Oh, yeah. I used to do push. I also did push-ups every day at my desk at like the. We had two breaks. We had lunch break and three thirty break. I would do push-ups at three thirty, which everyone was like, "What the fuck's wrong with this guy?" Yeah. And then I would do my prison-style workout on the scaffolding at lunch. It was great until I tore my titty. But explain that as people walk by, and you're just. I feel like you're just the crazy yeah. New York City person, like doing that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's okay. exactly what you are. <laughs> Sounds good. I <laughs> but there's you- enough just mischagos going on in Times Square that people are like, you're just one of the elements. You're one of the tourist attractions of like, oh, and there's that crazy guy. And if I walked down there, we're going to oh, see yeah, I'm another sure, crazy guy. I'm sure guy. there are other people on their lunch break in Times Square during that time who are like, oh, I got to go out to eat lunch at this spot so I could pass the, the, crazy the weird guy. workout guy. Or maybe they just wanted to see my unbelievable muscles. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so, next news story we're gonna highlight. Is I thought you. I thought, how, I yeah. thought when you brought up the exercise, I thought you were gonna bring up the the Trump take on exercise. But we already week. got into that last. Was there a new story about that? Oh, we talked about that last week. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that, I'm an that idiot. He's, that he's anti-exercise. Yeah. It's all right. I'm happy that you pay attention. Uh, <laughs> out in, <laughs> but I didn't. It's a Dutch fertility clinic. So where, where is? What would be Netherlands? Netherlands, thank you. <laughs> I was literally looking at the headline. I was about to say it's out a weird in, one. It's a weird one. I was about to say out in Dutch, and I'm like, that's not a thing. Out in out in Dutch. <laughs> that's Deech. no way to start off an intelligent conversation. Is Deech. out in Dutch. <laughs> out in Dutchland. That's tr- yeah. So there's a fertility fertility clinic. My God, I oh can't God, read. We got we there's got fertility issues all over. Fertility the place. clinic, right? And the head. People are having all these kids and they're realizing they don't look like the pictures of who they were being told the father of the kid is. They look like the head of this fertility clinic. The fertility clinic 
was lying about the pictures and putting his own jizz into cups. Ooh, boy. Okay. And he was just... just He, he was providing all of the samples. I don't know that it was all of the samples. But the vast majority. I don't even know if it was the vast majority, but there were... I, I Okay, off the top of my head, I think there were like 23 cases. Okay. So it's probably a very small amount, but that's still 23 people who thought they were getting the genes of some basketball player who was black and then ended up great, with some fat uh, white kid. Great, great ploy by the, the guy, so though. So here's my take. All I read this book called um, Denial. Unbelievable book, Okay. And one of the things that book got into is it talked about when it comes to... Well, actually, this is before we talk about the Nile thing. I feel like if we're here to do one thing, it's to fucking have kids. Like, we that's, all... That's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's the one thing you've done, so you feel <laughs> like I'm good. That's the one... That Yeah, I'm good at that. Right. You've already had two kids. No. You look at every single animal, every single, like, cell, every everything, it the seems only reason to we're here. just try and duplicate itself. Yeah. Right? And so it would seem to me, if you looked at humans as being a computer program, we're supposed to do one thing, it's replicate ourselves... <laughs> That's what every you watch like the Animal Planet shows, and it's just about what the wild shit that animals have to do in order to for one sloth to fuck another sloth. It's all about procreation. Uh-huh. Now people like me are lunatics, and we overthink why we're here, and we're too lazy to have kids. So we don't do the one thing that we're supposed to do, and we're miserable forever. Uh-huh. But if we're here to do one thing, it's procreate. Now, most of the decisions we make is actually around that. Like what makes people attractive is good genes. We look at people, we're like, oh shit. That chick's really attractive. If I have kids with her, I'm going to have attractive kids. They're going to have an easy time procreating. Or I read okay. this. This is from the denial book. She said, she said, what the guy said, the reason why women find status attractive, like if you're high status, it's because it's a shortcut for recognizing good DNA. Because if you had the skill set to achieve high status, right, then it points out to a lady like, oh, this guy's got good DNA. He knows how to get ahead. Okay. And that's why they'll fuck you, Right. So this dude, if we're all here just to procreate and have kids, he figured out a way to get paid, not even have sex with people, and have 26 people out there raising his kids. You know how difficult it is to raise 26 kids? I don't know firsthand, but that would be pretty difficult. So he found out a pretty good shortcut for replicating his DNA. This is winning DNA. Like, but, yeah. And also, he doesn't have... He doesn't have any skin in the game either. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He doesn't even need to deal with the fucking kids. <laughs> this guy's a winner. Like, this might be rapey as fuck, and you might have some ugly kids, but they're going to be... rapey. It's kind of rapey that you How thought... How is it rapey? Well, it's not rapey in that the fact that you got... It's deceptive, but it's not rapey. It's rapey to me and that it was deceptive that you were... Dude, think about... You had something inside your body growing for nine months. You went through... Pregnancy, childbirth, because you wanted to, and you spent a lot of money because you wanted to have a winner of a kid. So you went to a sperm bank. You hand selected the look of the DNA that you wanted to splice yourselves with. You also picked between like artist, athlete, intelligent, successful, and you're like, oh, this guy's a doctor with a full head of hair, blue eyes, who's six two and is in shape. I want my kid to have that DNA. I'm going to spend $1,000 here to shove a tube in my pussy so that my kid is going to be half that and have a chance for success. But even even with that, it still doesn't guarantee shit. It, it you mean, gives you a good right. chance, a better chance well, of that. If you get if you pay though for that sperm right. and you were expecting that Yeah, no, that's why I said it's I mean, deceptive. It's, you could say it's theft, what's, but to what's me it's rapey about so it. So because I guess to me like do you think this these is women very actually think like, oh, I got fucked by this guy? No, to me, I, I I guess I'm being a little poetic here, but it's like rape is like a form of theft. 
and that oh. a person doesn't want. So it's like, and this is, uh, this would be a similar form of theft where yeah, they thought stealing that they thought. were going to be impregnated with something. They got impregnated with something else. But I'm saying this is some winning fucking DNA. Like you might think you're upset that you didn't get that good-looking doctor dude, but this is some some sneaky scumbag shit. You want your you want kids that are going to get ahead in life. Mm-hmm. This is a scrappy motherfucker. Yeah. Or if not that, he at least knows how to run a business. Where he comes in one day and he goes the hell am I paying these people for? What, do I pay you to stand I around and jerk off? Mi- yeah, I could just cut like, out yeah, the middleman. That's exactly what he is. Like, fuck it, I'm just going to jerk off into a cup myself. Yeah. I don't need to pay other people for this. <laughs> All right, that's the end of uh, jerking off into cups, unless you got anything on the topic. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I could talk endlessly about that. Jerking off into cups? Into cups? That's Look like at your that thing. cup as you, as you, <laughs> as you uh, take a drink. All right, that's exactly what I wanted to think about. Next big news story this week, because the last one was a huge news story. Everyone was talking about it. That's why I brought it up. Next big news story was all the hacking chaos that went on over the weekend. Oh, boy. Now, I'm a big fan of private property. I find that that's the single principle that all of humanity can kind of coexist on, get along. We can build civilization off of enforcement of private property. Okay? When I hear hacking, I love it. Because hacking is kind of the tool that we have as the little guy to fuck over the big guy. Hacking is the great equalizer that, like, you could be the United States government, spend a billion dollars figuring out some advanced technology, and some kid in the basement can steal that advanced technology from you and just share it with the world. If you want to know what might bring equality to the world, and I guess this is a little bit of a Robin Hood perspective, so I don't know that I agree with it morally, Mm -hmm. but there's definitely the ability of... Like people just to steal, or you want to say it in a good Robin Hood sense, you have that like there's big data. Fucking Facebook is stealing, they know everything about us, all of our habits, blah, 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 and end, and they're going to have an ability to to manipulate us and profit off of that. But some fucking guy can just steal that data that they had to spend a shit ton of money to create, and it just kind of levels the playing field where it's like, oh, you can't manipulate us. Everyone has that data, and like we're just going to evolve past that being a resource to you. Now, I feel like Facebook earned it. Facebook earned it. No, I get it. I, 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 in some ways, well, okay. I'm intellectually, I'm a bigger fan of enforcement of private property and not stealing. But when I hear about hacking. Part of me gets excited. You get turned on like, by the fact that yeah, it's like that kind of thing could be taken and manipulated and like. Or look at the right, last election with WikiLeaks. So they kind of hacked Hillary Clinton. They got information that we never would have known. Chances are that helped Trump get elected. So in some ways, that was a win for the little guy. Mm-hmm. So in some way, to me, hacking is like fucking pirates out there, you know, doing some cool shit. I don't know. It kind of excites me, and this is how far mm-hmm. I'll go. There's a part of me that if we find out that this was North Korea, I like the underdog so much, I'm almost like, you go, North Korea. Oh, you'd wave that North Korean flag? I don't know that I'd wave that North Korean flag, but there's something You'd bad. just, like, sit back and be like, yeah, There's something yeah. so badass to me about being little teeny tiny North Korea and fucking over U.S. companies and earning a little respect in the world with, we're going to fuck up your computers. Uh-huh. There's something, I, I like the underdog enough that there's something. Yeah, everyone loves a good underdog. Now, at the same time, I guess story. he's that, doing But that horrible, underdog yeah, story they, could result in us getting nuked the fuck right, out. Right, there's also famines in that country and people being tortured. So yeah. I guess in that regard, I, I'm not a fan of King Jun Un. But there's something. Um, now, what's funny about this specific cyber attack is that it was actually 
um, the government found this loophole for taking over Microsoft computers, and then the government got hacked, and all of their little things for hacking computers were taken by hackers, which is a bit like finding a genie lamp and wishing for more wishes kind of thing. Uh-huh. But now in this case, the government was actually in the right where they told Microsoft, hey, you have this flaw. You have to patch up this flaw. Certain companies didn't update, and those are the ones that got fucked. So, yeah, go fuck themselves. That's all I got on the hacking. I just, I, I'm just i still curious to see how it plays out, but... I think um, it's going to... There's a lot to be said about it, or, you know, for it to play out. Yeah, okay. Next is American <laughs> Airlines had... I love how you just... Mo- you know, was there more to be said on that? No, there's nothing more to be said. But I, I just love how how you. I want to move. Yeah, I want to fucking move. I'm excited yeah. about this next topic. All right, let's. I go. feel like you should be too. <laughs> there, there you go. You didn't tell me. Um, American Airlines got in a lot of trouble for throwing that dude off that plane last week. Yeah. Okay, last so, week or two weeks ago. Everything. Are we talking about the the lady three weeks ago, four weeks ago? Which lady? Oh, it was the old dude? It was the Chinese guy? Yeah, wasn't it? Maybe it was a month ago. Yeah. Let's not get too technical here. No, no, <laughs> we're not, we don't have to, but I just wanted to make sure you were talking about that incident. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the guy, it's funny that even this summoning to Congress might not have been this past week. <laughs> Old, It's still news to us. Um, okay, so he had to go down to Congress, and Congress was giving him a lot of shit for the incident. Right, Asian guy? Not the Asian guy. That'd oh, be the ridiculous. Head of American. I mean, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> they pull that guy down to get scolded. To get the head of American <laughs> Airlines. I guess I wasn't clear on that. <laughs> he gets scolded. How dare you not get off that plane when they instructed you? And he's still just confused. And then shit. he refuses to leave Congress until they see it his way. I'm staying. That I'm becomes staying the, on these stairs. That becomes the rest of his life is hanging out in places he was asked to leave. He made so much money off it the first time. Why not stick to your winning strategy? Now. Yeah, just go to places. Tell them until they tell you you have to leave and don't leave. Let them drag you out, break your glasses, get that yelly lady there. And get, okay. that, get the $10 million check. Exactly. So he's in front of Congress, and Congress is going, this can never happen again. They're talking about the incident like it's the Holocaust. This can never happen again. We as Congress saw you do something horrible to your customers, and we're going to make sure that doesn't happen because we're Congress. We're going to get involved. Now, first and foremost, I think the free market already fixed this problem. I think American Airlines has suffered that people don't want to use that airline. If they continue to do shit like this, it's going to get put up online. I think we already solved this problem. Or if it's cheap enough, like, okay, I'll fly fucking American Airlines. I'll take my chances of getting thrown off. Right. If if you reduce your rates, you know, it just balances it But I don't think Congress needs to get involved here. No, absolutely not. The thing is almost like suddenly no one's not showing up because it's easy to make a stink about the thing that showed, like <laughs> healthcare, fixing healthcare. 100% attendance for right. this, this Fixing one. healthcare, no one's showing up. Complaining about <laughs> what the whole country's already outraged about and to pretend like they're going to take care of it for us, that they'll show up for. Now, what's crazy about all this is same as healthcare, if you allowed international companies to run domestic flights here, you're, we, there's a lack of competition in domestic travel in the U.S. because international airlines... If you're like Japanese Air, right, and you're already in the U.S. with a plane because you ran, you can't then run passengers from New York to California and then fly back to Japan. I don't even know if that's, but I'm just saying mm. we would have more competition oh, you here. Can't? International companies are not allowed to run domestic flights. Like, that's why there's no Virginia Airlines flight from New York to Florida. But can't, oh. 
So the, whatever there's it is, monopoly, is connecting. There's a monopoly. For, you can still get Japanese air from Japan to L.A. And, and then from L.A. to New York, it's, it, it could be booked through Japan Air, but it's, it's really going to be using the Delta plane from L.A. to New York, whatever it is. No, I, I'm or not you sure. Have, or you can, I'm you not can't sure even about book the, it like that. The you have to do two tech. separate. No, I would think that there is, like, there is no L.A. to New York Japanese yeah, air yeah. thing. No, I'm saying that that's, it would have to be a... Whatever that connecting oh, whatever flight that connecting is has would to be, be something internal. Yeah, I yeah. guess I would assume okay. so. so I've never even thought of that. Here's but. what's insane about that Congress is basically saying, hey, we gave these people a monopoly, and they're abusing the monopoly. If they didn't exist from the picture, American Airlines would have seats that fat that fit the fattest of all Americans. They would have fat, friendly, it would all be business class, there'd be a fucking hot chick with lemonade there when he got to the gate, and yet Congress, they create protection for the industry so that they have a monopoly that they can get away with this shit without the marketplace just correcting it, and then go, oh, we're so nice, we're gonna ensure that they're treating their customers fairly. Fuck you! Just allow for competition and we're not gonna have these problems, you dumb douches. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go a little bit further on this. Um, now, I read this article. One of the big things, like, we, we got this narrative. It's like it, these evil rich people, they make a ton of money. They got their big evil corporations, and the government comes in, and it taxes. It takes some of those money, and it gives it to good purposes. In order to do anything, you need capital, right? We need rich people to have a shit ton of money that they can invest in things so that people— I, I, I mean, in some ways, I'm describing trickle-down theory, but not really. So I read this article— um, Oh, fuck me. Here we are. Uh, where's this article? Why Why is it not here, Yelsel? I had the article right up in front of me. Here it is. Um, it was on EcoWatch. I never heard of EcoWatch, but this guy... There's... And you trust it? Yeah, because this is too weird of a thing for them to make up. Unless this is like I got goaded by like some onion story. But the billionaire is giving away his fortune. Um, also, the writer's little range house. I just trust Asian people when they're writing articles. I feel like Asians, they, they don't write fake news. They report the facts. Okay. <laughs> if they created a website, Asian News, I'd be like, this thing's for real. I don't know where I just... <laughs> I'm running my mouth on that one. Uh, what's the name of the billionaire? Uh, according to Business Insider, the mega yacht, which will be the world's largest one built, 60 sign... I have, fuck, Roki or something. I don't know. What, uh, some billionaire, right? Um, I don't even know how he got his funds. It could have been something shitty. I think they were calling him like a corporate raider. But he's giving everything he's made. It's $2.5 billion to create a mega yacht that's going to collect plastic out of the ocean. All right. Now, I don't know if any governments are doing that, but some rich people get a shit ton of money, and then they take that shit ton of money, and they make it into investments of the specific things that they care about that are going to benefit humanity. Love it. We don't lose out by individuals collecting capital. As far as I know, he might, from a percentage standpoint, he's using more of his wealth than we're using on our wealth to fix the oceans. For sure. Okay. And he's doing, he's putting every single dollar into this project? From what I understand. What's the guy's name? Are you still... I'd have to like reread the article. I don't want to waste the time. I don't remember, but We'll check up on it. I think it, it was like something, it must have been some Russian guy. We're going to find out he killed a lot of people because he cares about, like, <laughs> whales a lot. And so this was his dream his whole life. Oh, yeah, life. He, doesn't care. he doesn't give a shit about humans. Yeah, he's, he's one of those sick... <laughs> like a dolphin lover. He's one of those sick bastards. Yeah. He's like a Madoff. He stole from a shit ton of people, and he's like, but I'm going to save the dolphins. The dolphins need me. <laughs> okay. So now there was this headline that in 
the deliberations for American Airlines, right? A Republican senator looked at um, the CEO from American Airlines, and he said to him, Duncan Hunter, he's a Republican from California, and he said, how much do you hate the American people? To the American Airlines CEO? He said that to the American Airlines CEO. He goes, how much do you hate the American people? Did he lead in with, was that like a follow-up to something else, or he just led with that? Well, I think the guy had to sit there for like a full day and answer questions. And when this guy took the podium, he hits him with that that question, which I wish he would respond and just be a smart ass. Like, yes, I went to college. I wanted to make money, but I didn't just want to make money. I wanted to be a real nuisance to people. And I figured airlines, they really get to piss people off between baggage Mm -hmm. check in. But then what I found out once I got there is I can only annoy people so much because the government already really annoyed them with shitty parking and security measures and the TSA. So you guys are already doing the bulk of the pissing off. I can only do so much once they get on the plane. I just I just need to seal the deal. Okay, so now here's something crazy. So I go back up, and I want to watch this video after reading this headline of that he asked them, do you hate the American people? And then I watch the footage, and the guy says to him, I was thinking about asking you, do you hate the American people? Uh. And then he moves on with this question. Like, he was almost being like, I was going to be this annoying and this much of a douche about it, and I realized that that was uncalled for, so I'm going to ask you this question instead. And yet the article edits out the I was going to ask you and just makes it seem like he's straight. And what I'm finding in reading the news, by the way, that I think that's, that's pretty flagrant. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that's what this is. This Internet face has become. Well, I think that even came from I, I think there were other headlines that reported it. I think I got that from a, a chunk of a week mag. By the way, moving forward, I, I want to start pulling a little more source material, but I also want to lose weight and do more comedy. So who knows what we'll actually end up doing. Uh, but I would like to be a little more precise in terms of where shit's coming from. But anyways, so you have that as being the headline. I always check source material because I find more often than not they're pulling inflammatory remarks remarks or they're re-editing it. So Which, you like double and triple check stuff? I don't know about triple check. I'm not double? that. I'm not that meticulous. I'm more like, uh, who does the, the the discount double check? Uh, State Farm. No, but who's the Aaron athlete? Rogers? That, yeah, I'm like, I, I like to Aaron Rodgers it. If it's good enough for Aaron Rodgers, it's good enough for me. So there was a story with Trump that Republicans, including, um, did you see this one? It, it, Paul Ryan and a couple other Republicans are all together. They're hanging out. And amidst this As conversation, this is before Trump wins, it might even be before he won the nomination, but they're hanging out, and one of the Republicans goes, I'm telling you, I swear to God, 100% fact, Donald Trump is being paid by the Russians. Him and one other guy is being paid by the Russians. And like, nah, nah, he's like, I swear to God. And then Ryan goes, okay, guys, this is like a tight-knit crew. This is how we're trust. This is how we're finding out who we can really trust. We're family. No one goes off to repeat this. So then the Washington Post comes along and reports this incident and goes that they have a transcript of it and that they have a tape and they're printing the transcript. Well, then where the fuck is this tape? Why do you have a tape of inflammatory remarks and you're telling me about the tape, but you can't just play the tape? Every time I see this actual source material, it's bullshit. Now you're claiming to have source. Okay, and then the other thing is what Republicans are sitting around saying things like this while there's a stenographer there taking a record of their private conversation and also take like what the fuck maybe that's how how all conversations between these these guys have to be there has to be a stenographer there has to be yeah, everything has to be on the record because they're too dumb to remember what happened the next day they're always know. drinking they're like where's the stenographer <laughs> let me check the like, notes let's, let's see what we talked about i mean I to me know. that's just li- like 
you, you got you to gotta take, take a look at the watch, but the guy's got a whole video. He goes, first we confronted them about it. They said, that never happened. Then we confronted them with the notes, and they still said, that didn't happen. Then we confronted them and told them we had a recording, and they said, well, we were just kidding when it happened. How can you publish that without publishing the recording? Maybe the recording will come out next week, but to me it's seems like nonsense till I can actually hear the tape. Right. I don't want to hear about the evidence he had. Show me the fucking evidence. <laughs> you don't agree? Uh, isn't that evidence enough, though? Or not, uh, Claiming that you have the tape right. when you have headlines like this that have no correlation to what actually happened? I don't trust the news. And, uh, if you're not, telling me you got fucking proof, show yeah, me the proof. And it's also not like they have like so much dignity that they need to hold back. The ta- like if they ha- if they had that video footage, it's not like they they hold they hold themselves in such high regard. Like we're not we're gonna respect the the privacy of this, you know, and and not release the tapes. Right. So next thing that happened is this week uh, we got a little ad going until this Ooh. video loads. You fan of the song? Um, Girls Week. <laughs> so Trump fired Comey. Right. Comey, Comey's the head of the FBI. And so at first it seemed like... Did you see who the front runner is? Yeah, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> um, okay, so Comey... Robert, <laughs> Comey, I want your thoughts on this. Um, <laughs> I don't... I. We, yeah, on the inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're in too deep. I, it's not. <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> no comment. Anyways. Now you, feel, now you know what it feels like. <laughs> you stunned me. Yeah. No comment. Um, so calling for. Okay. <laughs> you got me all distracted. <laughs> I threw you off you threw your game. Also, I, I drank a little bit. Um, <laughs> don't blame it on that. Don't blame it, it on the question. booze. No, no, no. I'm a little yeah, off I've, my s- game I've seen you perform under <laughs> booze well, s- way too well for that to be a for that to be a, a holding back or a, yeah. Okay, a so roadblock. Comey's getting Comey got the boot, and at first it seemed pretty flagrant. There's a lot of talk of hey, uh, people are trying to create this narrative. Trump is creating a dictatorship. He's trying to get rid of anyone who opposes him in government. He's trying to make it impossible for black people to vote with voter registration. And there's all the, and, and he's teamed up with Russia. And 10 years from now, he's still going to be our president because he's never going to, he's not going anywhere. He's corrupt. He's a dictator. Okay. <laughs> so in talking to that narrative, they go, he fired Comey. Comey's investigating him. This is the, highest of government corruption that another branch is investigating him and then he just kicks him out of government so that they can't continue their investigation. So here's the first guy gets up and he goes, Mr. Speaker, he's got a, if there's anyone who's going to rally this cause, um, it's this guy. He just talks like a Southern Baptist like preacher. So let's listen a little bit to his call for Donald Trump to be impeached. All right. Of the president of the United States of America for obstruction of justice. I do not do this for political purposes, Mr. Speaker. I do this because I believe in the great ideals that this country stands for. You gotta love his his tone of speech. And Mr. Mm-hmm. Speaker, I do declare. The people, the people, for the people. I do it because, Mr. Speaker, he can't even remember speaker. <laughs> it's a, he doesn't even remember the name. He just needs he's speaker. So in, he's like yeah. the law, and that so includes the president of the United States of America, and Mr. To speaker. The Republic 
of which it stands. Yeah, it's very <laughs> one nation. It's a very national oh, anthem. God. So because of the incident, people are saying we got to get rid of Trump. Mm-hmm. Then Trump comes along and he goes, <laughs> he makes that statement of, hey, listen, you don't want like tapes to get out of the conversation we had. And people go, holy shit, you got tapes. There's no way Donald Trump is so stupid. To, like the last time a behind the scenes tape came out, it didn't work that well for him. <laughs> no. But he, he got through that one. He he did get through that, but he doesn't even come off that well in person when he means to talk. I can only imagine what behind-the-scenes oh, tapes. Yeah. I, I just see him going, like, sitting there, he's like, I love burgers. I love burgers some. I love Melania. I love burgers. I like making money. I hate this job. Everybody hates me. I made so much money. Someone get Putin mm-hmm. on the phone. I want to know why I took this job. This job sucks. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> like, but I don't have the balls to, to, to call quit. him up. I, I, I can't quit. <laughs> Trump doesn't quit. That's not what Trump does. It's not what Trumps do. Trump stays in it till the end. But like, there's. I, I mean, maybe he does. But it seems to me like there's no way Trump's that dumb that he's taping himself ever behind. Like, especially like. Calling, doing that shit. Right. So now there was something that seemed very flagrant. So he's firing Comey, who is kind of leading the charge, supposedly, in investigating him for the relationship with Russia. Now, that does seem pretty flagrant. That seems very dictatorship like. But then they come around. Um, Rob, what, what's his name? The guy who, oh my God, I knew that. Rob Rosenstein. Rosenstein. Super Jew. Jewish yeah. name you could have. Rosenberg. Rosen something. Rosen something with another Jew name in the uh-huh. end. Rosen Jew. We'll just call him Rosen Jew because I can't remember his name right now. So Rosen Jew comes around. He says that we should get rid of Comey, right? And the timing seems weird. The reason that he gives is because he didn't prosecute Hillary Clinton. But he says, let's get rid of, we got to get rid of Comey. Then he hires this guy, Mueller. Have you seen a picture of this Mueller guy? No. So he hires Mueller to put Mueller in charge of investigating Trump and if there was any collusion between him and the Russians. So once he did that, you've put There's this all, issue yeah. you put this issue to rest. Like you can't complain. Hey, th- by the way, this guy Mueller, he's loved. I, I'll read you a paragraph from a New York Times article. Like everybody respects this guy. I'm reading you a paragraph. This is from the New York Times. Mr. Mueller is viewed viewed in both parties as one of the most credible law enforcement officials in the country. He served both Democrats and Republican presidents from 2001 to 2013 and was asked by President Barack Obama to stay on beyond the normal 10-year uh, term until Comey was appointed, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. So at this point, complaining is almost going, um, how dare you get rid of this guy? I mean, the guy you replaced him with is significantly better. Yeah, you can't find anybody worse, but we're still upset. Yeah. No, this is over. And like clearly, past and we have a. And then they also got the victory of that they've been looking for a special investigator the entire time. They now have the special investigator. So the fact that he was hired the, yeah. to me just goes okay. The Comey thing had nothing to do with the Russia investigation. Now before I get in what it looks like, um, viewers at home, I know you're sitting in an office cubicle right now bored out of your fucking mind that you're listening to this. Or in the car, or on the train. Well, if you're in the car, take out your phone anyways and look up this guy, Mueller. Have you seen a picture of him? No. You got Yeah, look him up on your phone. What's his name? Um, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. I don't know his first name. Oh, boy. You got a picture of him? I'm giving everyone a chance to pull up a picture of Mueller. This guy, Mueller, okay... It looks like his face was forged with the hammers of justice. 
Yeah. It's... I mean, it looks like as a kid, his mom beat him with a gavel and was like, you are going to bring justice to this world. Looks like John Kerry fucked a greyhound. You can find a bet. You got to find a more aged picture of that guy. That's like a young him. Oh, really? Yeah, you got to see the jaw on him, the lines it's in his face. All over the place. If you were going to find a superhero for prosecution, it's this guy, Mueller. He also kind of looks like the actor. It looks like he, I was about to say, he kind of looks like a character, like the guy who would be playing. He looks like um, the mob boss from Kick Ass. That guy with the bald head, he's been in a lot of movies. Um, really, really good actor. I'm not, I'm not placing his name. I could probably look it up, but I don't want to waste time looking yeah, it up. That's a, he looks it's like weathered. He looks like an intense, an intense individual. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so then the next thing that was the attack on Trump this week. So first and foremost, the Comey thing. I thought at first I was like, oh, this looks pretty fragrant. But then here's why I understood. What apparently what he was most upset about was that there's all these leaks that are going on and the FBI, I didn't even realize this was the job of the FBI or maybe it isn't, isn't trying to figure out who's leaking stuff to the press. That's not their job, you're saying. No, no, no. I, I guess he was upset that Comey, and I, but I'm not sure that that's the job of the FBI, but I understand that there should be a branch of government that is in charge of making sure people aren't leaking things to the press. Now, if you're doing, like, I get, like, if the government is, I mean, what more can they do to rob us of our wealth? They already, ta- like, like what can you do as president that's more corrupt than what's just kind of normal for government? But what the standard. Right. But, okay, so I do understand, like, let's say Trump straight up is giving, I, I don't know, he's giving a million dollars to a cancer company for them to create a drug that will kill us, that he can leave office. and pro- That's really bad. And if you're on the inside and you can steal that knowledge and leak it, you should go ahead and do that. Absolutely. And it should exist that people can whistleblow if government's doing something incredibly corrupt. Mm-hmm. On the same note, I'm like a big fan of that everyone should be allowed to do their job. And if you're running a company and all the people beneath you are running to the press and leaking information about how you're trying to run your company, how the fuck are you gonna run? I absolutely job? respect you going to the head of the FBI or wherever it is and going, listen, somebody's got to give me some support here. I can't get any work done if these people are running to the press. It's like everyone should do their job. If government's doing something corrupt, you should go whistleblow on them. If you're running government and you think that the people underneath you are just undermining what you're trying to get done, then you should try and enforce that, hey, you can't go leak shit. And so it seems to me like that's more what the Comey thing was about. And so I actually respect that he would fire Comey and say, you're not help, but I, I don't know that that's Comey's job. I, I I don't like totally know enough about that. So I guess the stronger argument is just to say they put in place an investigator. So it seems to me like it's um. They did what they had to do. Yeah. I shouldn't drink as much before we do this. Okay. I should drink more. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, okay. So then the next complaint was there was this big story this week that. Um, Trump shared some crazy top-secret information with the Russians. They wouldn't tell us what this information was. People were getting so rattled up about it that Alan Dershowitz goes, this is the most serious charge ever made against a sitting president of the United States. And I don't even know what he did, but apparently it's the most serious charge ever, okay? And this super-secret thing that's so terrible that it's so super-secret and Alan Dershowitz doesn't even know what it is, it's the most terrible thing that's ever happened. Then the next day, it finally comes out what happened. And what happened is 
remember like a month ago there was that news story the U.S. was banning all electronics on flights, like even laptops, all that shit. Uh So apparently they got some intel from Israel from someone in ISIS that they had figured out a way that they could create bombs inside of electronics and that they had some plan to slip it in to like cockpits on plane to bring down flights. That's the information that Trump shared with Russia, that he had intel. So in other words, like if the Russians, I I guess to some degree, just thought like we were just doing that uh, paranoia because we hate Syrians, Trump was actually being goodwilled and going, you guys have to ban this stuff. Because you have to do it all, everyone has to kind of be on board with it, right? So first, first level of this is it's actually not illegal for Trump to share anything because he's in charge and he gets to decide what he does and doesn't want to share. So let's understand the most serious charge. I don't know what laws exist. I guess he can make an executive an executive decision of all right, this isn't top secret. I want to share it, and that's kind of what he he came out and you know, said in response to like. How the fuck are you calling this classified when you don't know what classified is? I'm the one who determines what's classified or not classified based on what my level of, you know, what what's important for for knowledge of, you know, other countries, essentially. Right. And then he puts the and then in, in the case when I finally found out what the information was, I guess what they were most concerned about. The complaint that we're most concerned about is that the Russians might be able to track the original source that gave us the information. I'm reading this. I was like, I don't get what the big deal is here. And this is what makes me think that and and this isn't going to help the media. The media to me, it's like they're what they hate him. So they're just looking to nitpick at everything. It's like when you're married to a wife and she doesn't like you anymore. So she just fucking hates you for everything. She's complaining like I got to leave my husband. I, I can't stand his bathroom etiquette. And the friend's like, well, what's wrong? Does he leave up the toilet seat? He's like, no, but he puts it down too loudly. You know what I mean? It's like, nah. what the fuck are you guys complaining about? And then here's the issue. If you just left him alone, I think he'd fail on his own. But if you keep just nitpicking at him for all this bullshit, we all he's just- gonna he's going to be right. We're all going to go, well, he couldn't get anything done because he kept getting in his way with bullshit. And that's why we voted for him in the first place is because he kept throwing bullshit at us. And we're sick of all the bullshit. And you guys haven't learned that you don't win by screaming bullshit all the time. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on this one, and he actually shared something that was super top secret and it's horrible. But in all these anti-Trump stories, and I'm not pro-Trump, but everything I read, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are we so upset about? I don't get it. It's driving me nuts. I don't want to be pro-Trump. I didn't like the guy. I don't like the guy. But the media seems to be the worst of the two evils. Are you, are you kind of... A- I, I'm not fully on board with it because I find like just so much stuff that that he does and says is just like, oh, come on. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, stop bragging about how you won and all that shit. Like, he... There's a job to do, like, but as you said, like, he's bogged down with total, right. you know, minutia. That I mean, it's that, funny. Like, what I never liked the guy, and I still don't. But I guess I just hate the media. Like, I'm, I'm reading the newspaper every day, and I just re- and I'm like aggravated. No, as and fuck. I'm tr- I, no, I'm trying to read it and be like, okay, am I supposed to be upset at this guy? And I'm like, oh, this is bullshit again. Okay, wait, wait, am I supposed to be upset with him for? Did he do something horrible here? And I'm like, oh, wait, there's more bullshit. And then I'm like, no, no, okay, here's something I can get mad at him for. It looks like he. Oh, he didn't really fuck up? 
You know, it's like it's you a, want to, but you, they, I'm almost like exhausted <laughs> with like quit giving me bullshit <laughs> to be upset about. Just give me some real information. But who know, I, I mean, I, I, this is my own honest evaluation from trying to read what w- the media is all worked up about, and it feels like every time I take a deeper look, it's like, oh, there's nothing here. But I, I, I might misunderstand what's been going on. Yeah. Um, so now he's going out to Saudi Arabia. And they're getting all like uh, they're getting all worked up. Like it's almost like when you, when your grandfather's kind of lost his marbles and you're going out in public with him. And you're like, what kind of wacky shits are you gonna say? So you're getting all nervous. Like, oh, he's gonna make us look bad over there. Now understand our leverage. Saudi Arabia needs us more than we need them. He could yeah. go out there, show him his dick, throw up on people, have sex with some whores, pass out in a pool. And he'll even go, oh, that guy's a big jerk, but they're still going to kiss his ass because they want to buy arms from us. There's nothing the guy can really fuck up while he's over there. That's true. Also, what are we supposed to, like, uh, the rest of the world won't respect us. Well, what are they respecting us for? What are we- <laughs> They don't respect us now. Yeah, what the fuck are you Fucking people talking hate, about? Hate our guts anyway. But he's giving a speech out in Saudi Arabia that people are all nervous about, and I, I, I'm hoping we get footage of that speech because I'm assuming it's going to be hilarious, you know? Be like, he'll get up there and be like, I love your country. You guys have the best turbans. <laughs> Other countries have the black turbans. You got the pink and white ones. It makes me feel like I'm an Italian pizzeria. I love it. And then they got, he's got the speech. This was a comment about one of the speeches. The speech is intended to unite the broader Muslim world against common enemies of all civilizations and to demonstrate America's commitment to our Muslim partners. That's from some guy named McMaster. And I think Trump's going to address it, be like, I get it. You got these radicalists. I got the Mexicans. We got the same problems. We got rapists and murderers amongst. I get it. We, we, we all just got to build walls. <laughs> we can have a wall. You can. Everyone can have the wall that they want. All right. That's all I got this week. Bunch of fucking nonsense. There's a lot of nonsense going on. Isn't he going to Israel also? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I assume once he's out there, yeah, he probably stops by. He's going. He pretends to be an ally. Um... I don't know. Were we a little more all over the place this week than usual? I don't know. I think we just we kept a nice uh, nice uh, flow. I don't know. Maybe nice I'll drink structure. more. Maybe I'll drink less while we do this. Um, people, if you're out there, uh, I assume I'm going to be on Dave's podcast more often, so we're probably going to hopefully pick up uh, some more listeners from over there. So uh, get involved. Robsnewsroom at gmail.com. Send me an email. I'll respond to any email. We'll take viewer questions. We'll take viewer questions, questions, comments, concerns, complaints. Say hello. I'm a nice guy. Uh, I mean, if 30,000 people send me an email next week, I'm not going to respond to that. But it's going to change your email address. No, I just stop opening the Rob's okay. newsroom email. Um, but I don't expect that. But seriously, if you're here, you're hanging out with us. Uh, we're, we're having a fun show. We're talking about shit that we love talking about. But get involved. Send me an email. Uh, we did a promotion the last time where if you gave us your phone number, I would call you. I think we harassed our one listener, so we're probably not going to do that again. No, run it back. But I'm open to it. If you <laughs> want to send us your phone number, we'll call you on there. No, seriously, um, we're doing this every week. It's going to be hopefully coming out every Friday. This is typically the format. We're running a bunch of news jokes. We're talking about things that infuriate us, having a good time. And get involved. Send me an email, robsnewsroom at gmail.com. Yussel, you got anything you want to hit on the way out? No, nah, I got nothing to promote. Nothing to promote? No, nah, my, kid, my kids can't make me money yet. Um, If you want to see him sitting on his couch in his robe, just show up. White Plains, the address is... 